this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Patreon.com slash SBFVGS. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 120. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, the Platinum Patrolman, Lopez. Oh, I'm in charge of the business. <laughs> <laughs> is this like a and police o- officer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's patrolling for those Platinums. That's right. He's going to find all those Platinums and put them in his collection. Indeed. And that other voice you're hearing is David works in the visual effects industry. Tate. That is the most accurate nickname <laughs> I've ever been it's given. Right to the Cause point. Because we, we've never talked about it on the show. I, fi- ever. I figured it was time. Never, ever talked about it. <laughs> ever. I don't I don't bring it up. I don't I don't just casually bring it up to every guest. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight, with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming. But first, what are you gentlemen playing at? Uh, I'll go. Okay, um, you go. Yeah. So I've been playing some uh, some real sweaty games lately. Uh, hold on. That's what you call it when you're trying real hard at a game. You get real sweaty. Okay. Um, oh. I've been playing <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs> oh, okay. I've been playing Overwatch, mm. um, and I've been playing, um, I know there's a third one. Oh, uh, Dead Cells. There's a game called Ooh. Dead Cells. Oh, yeah. I bought I it on Cells. Steam like a mm-hmm. year ago, and they've added tons to it. So, um, yeah, I've been, that's, that's it. I mean, I don't really have a whole lot to talk about. Like, Fortnite, I've been playing with my nephew and, and my niece, and of course, every time I launch Fortnite. I have to buy the battle pass. It's just I just have no oh choice. Oh my gosh, David! Why? So I bought another battle pass. <laughs> uh, oh, and also they Money have that really cool. It's a sickness. They also have that really cool like uh, Thanos event going on right now, where you can like uh, you can like wield the the Thor's hammer and Captain America's shield against that is pretty one fun. Car- one player playing as Thanos. So you know it's pretty sweet. Uh, and then uh, yeah. Overwatch. Um, we'll, we're, that's we have a topic kind of along the lines of overwatch later so that'll come back Mm -hmm. around but i've just kind of been practicing my aiming skills and seeing if i can like get better at the game at all so yeah all right awesome pretty cool michael uh i have been playing the return of the oberdin Yes, this is a super cool murder mystery game. Um, With I the really ugliest didn't know. graphics, uh, ever. the bestest graphics. <laughs> I think you mean. No, I think I actually think aesthetically, mm. I think it looks. Oh, it's amazing. super cool. Imagine it's really, really cool. a Game Boy game with the Super Effects chip, and now you know what Oberdin looks like. So, yeah. so o- Oberdin uh, is is modeled to look like old Macintosh, <laughs> like in in sort of a rudimentary way right like and rudimentary is not the right word here but um because the game's gorgeous like it's all 3d you're moving in a 3d space um but it's yeah, all but it's it has all that like, kind of filter over it yeah like a filter like black and white contrast really dark shadows um mm-hmm. kind of like 
I don't want to say like low textures, but like plain textures, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the game's gorgeous. Like when you're in it, it's, it's, it's a really cool aesthetic. I'm, I, I dig it personally, but it's a cool murder mystery game, right? Basically, if you don't know what Return of the Oberdin is, basically the Oberdin is a ship that uh, it goes missing um, at sea. And then one day, like months later, it just arrives back and you're this insurance adjuster um, mm-hmm. who's supposed to, you know, they're basically, oh, the Oberdin showed up um, and none of the crew are, are there and the sails are all tattered. Um, but the ship seems to be intact, like go figure out what happened. And mm-hmm. so there there's a ship manifest of 50 um, 50 people that were on board and you have to deduce what happened to every single person, whether they lived or died and then specifically what their name was and how they died or if they live, if you think they live, um, where are they now? And are it's all done through named, context clues. Are any of them named Robert Paulson? I have to look through. It's 50 people. I'd have to go look through the list. I couldn't okay. say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, because that'd be a nice Fight Club reference. Yeah, so. it's, Indeed. it's really, really cool. So, so basically you, you find like, uh, like one piece of evidence and then you're able to kind of rewind time, um, oh. right back to the moment where, um, like somebody died and mm-hmm. then you can walk around that scene and try to examine, you know, what happened and try to piece it together. And then as you do that, you'll uncover a next piece of evidence which lets you, rewind to a different part of time and so you you're basically just walking the ship like viewing these different scenes and trying to piece together what happened on this this ship um it, it's kind of like going to like a murder mystery dinner it's it's really yeah, cool that's awesome um megan and, and, and your wife together. is yeah your wife is basically a detective oh she loves that so. yeah that's her favorite genre she's so <laughs> she's so good at those games like uh i would embarrass myself if i just tried to play it by myself um so that's fun and then i'm playing um sekiro um obviously uh, it's what? super great. Yeah, I know. Like I've never talked about this before, but I'm playing Sekiro and I beat it. Um, actually last night uh, from the night we're recording. Oh, um, and I Did started you immediately start it. Oh, I yeah, immediately started I a brand yeah. new game because I, I love <laughs> so, that game. Yeah. So that, that is awesome. But I, I, I want to hear about your trek, uh, to actually conquering that last boss. So because yeah. <laughs> if you're not aware, the, the final boss of Sekiro is renowned to be like obscenely difficult. Right. Mm. Like there's the whole um, there's the whole PC gamer article where they talked about using like uh, cheats, like modifying the PC version of the game in order to to beat this last boss because it's so unbelievably hard. Um, yeah. Which started off, you know, the greatest um, oh. the, the greatest meme of our time. Yeah. That, uh, that right. whole rant that Adam went on. Uh, yes. It's <laughs> beautiful. Me uh, cheating it for Starcraft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I'm familiar. Um, so Sekiro is. I, I guess the, the best way to put it is it's it's very hard, like all from software games are. Yeah, um, but yeah. I feel like it gives you the most tools to actually be successful um, far more than any other uh, from software game really has. Uh, in, in fact, from the very beginning of the game, um, right at the starting point, there's a character you can go talk to and basically practice um, combat with that character whenever you want. And, every, and as you unlock new combat moves or you encounter enemies that have very specialized combat moves, you can go back and talk to this guy. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll I'll do that. And you can practice it. Um, oh, so that's so it's, it's a, a rip off of Guacamelee. A little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, as we all know. Well, I mean, you, you, you still hear that's right? a straight rip off of Guacamelee. <laughs> it's basically the same game. Folks. If you think about it, it's yeah. basically um, exactly the same game, but, but realistically, right. That, that game is tough, but for me, I found it kind of easier than Bloodborne at least. And that's not okay. saying much. It's still very, very hard. 
Is um, in, at a gameplay level or just at a, a overall obtuseness level? No, it's it's far less obtuse. Like there's actually a story that's that's not terribly hard to follow. I still have like questions after beating it, but I know I didn't see all the content in the game, so I'm gonna okay. play it again and, and see more of that. But from a gameplay perspective, I think that it's 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 maybe it's just different, right? It's a yeah. different game than Bloodborne, and maybe it fits my playstyle a little better, and so I found it easier. Hmm. Um, but as hard as all those bosses are, um, I don't think I ever spent more than like, you know, a couple of hours trying to beat a boss. Like usually within like one to two hours, I was able to figure out the pattern and, and get past a boss and, and just kind of move on, um, and had a really good time doing it. Um, <laughs> wait, Josh is in the chat and he says, did Nick Sutner write any lines for Sekiro? <laughs> <laughs> um, if he did, oh, please let us know Nick. Cause that would be incredible. <laughs> There's this, there's a, maybe a Westworld reference in Sekiro. No, there's not. Um, if he didn't, he should have. That's yeah, what I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a hundred percent on board for that. Yeah. So, um, all, all that to say, right. Is I'm not saying I breached the game, but I, I never hit a point in the game where like, I feel like I'm stuck. I just can't move yeah. forward. And I know some people have hit those kind of walls. Um, totally understandable. The game is very tough, but that last yeah. boss is like next level. Um, <laughs> It Nothing will prepare you for the the <laughs> spike in difficulty escalates so high. Oh, I, I hate that though. I can completely understand why people become frustrated with that. Like it was one of those and, and get to cheating. The, the first <laughs> the first ten times I died on that boss, I I just was like, I don't know what to do. I have I'm not even learning at this point. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what to do. I but. It was still fun. I still had a good time doing it. And then, I don't know, by like... It was still fun? I, I wanted to... Well, <laughs> if I was if I was to... If I was a total up, I probably spent like five hours or six hours total on just that boss. Oh, um, wow. But by the time I got to the end of it, uh, and I figured out the patterns, even when I wasn't winning, um, but I, I knew what I was supposed to be doing, it's the most fun battle in the whole game. It's Wow. It's, that's, okay. And that's a weird turn to take. Um, from most frustrating, from to most, most frustrating fun. to the most fun, it's really, it's a really, really cool battle. Um, and I really, I really loved playing it. Oh, I was even, I was like laughing when I would die. I was like, I was so close and it was so much fun. Um, until, yeah, until I finally beat it and then I immediately started the game over because there's, there's multiple endings and, and I know there's content I missed. I'm going to try really hard not to talk about Sekiro anymore. Yeah, <laughs> this please. People are so sick of this game. We're out game. of time it's, for the podcast. This is David. Thank you this is, so much. This is like it. destiny for David. Oh, uh, it's worse. <laughs> it's probably way worse. <laughs> so all that to say, five out of five, maybe six out of five. I really wow. love this game. It's, wow. it's immediately jumped into like my top 10 favorite games of all time. <clears throat> Goodness gracious. It's really, really you good. You heard it here first, Hi. ladies and gentlemen. Mike is a glutton for punishment. <laughs> up, up higher higher than bloodborne you'd say I, I like it more than bloodborne for sure and i like bloodborne a lot but i definitely like this more wow wow, wow. I'm impressed i i don't understand like if if i could find time um on a regular basis i would stream this game <laughs> to share it with you nice. i love this game well and and it's it's fun to watch people who are good at really hard okay games. so let's let's make a distinction here i am not good at the game Oh, you're pretty good. I'm, you're pretty no, good. I'm kind of, I don't know. There's you people that are better it. at this game. I did beat it. Um, <laughs> I did beat that's it. A, that's a good metric for it. It's really, I, yeah. I don't know. It's, it is difficult and I don't want to try to say like, I'm really good at this game. I don't think I'm really good. I just think I really enjoy it. Okay. Mm. Mm. Anything else, Mike? Mm. Is that it? Uh, I don't know. How much more do you want to talk about Sekiro? Zero more. <laughs> Zero. Okay. Then I'm done. Zero more minutes. I am done. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So six out of five uh, tacos. You yeah, heard for it here. sure. Mm-hmm. It's a good video Adam, game. Adam, what are you playing? Is it Sekiro? Uh, we can talk about that if you want to. So I'm playing Sekiro. No. no! <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody. I would like to play it soon, but I've been actually. Okay. We're recording this on Thursday night, uh, the 25th of April, uh, where at this very moment, Millions of people are mm. watching uh, Avengers Endgame. But we're not all me. thinking I, about it. But not us. Not we're, we're dedicated, dedicated to bringing to the you S- this podcast. That's right. The SPFEGS so. <laughs> cause, you know? Yeah. Dear <laughs> so, listener. Uh, but yeah, we'll be going. Uh, I'm going to be seeing it tomorrow morning. I'll be seeing it Taking Saturday. Taking off work. The Saturday yeah, after, so. we, uh, after this comes out. Or before this comes out. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. we will, by the time you hear this, we'll all know all the secrets. All the secrets. Well, except for maybe maybe Mike. I'm trying know. really hard uh, to oh. to make this happen, but I don't know if I yeah. can make it well, this Mike, weekend. If you don't get to make it this weekend, don't worry. I could just tell you all the secrets. No, yeah, please don't tell you what happens. And <laughs> and uh, I've actually got I've got a business trip next week, and so I will be oh man. I'll be leaving for a week on business on business. Wow, which and I I'm not allowed so to see much it without business. my wife. Like she wants to see it. Yeah. She wants to see it together. So like that whole week, I have to avoid spoilers if I can't see it this weekend, and I just oh, don't see man. how it's going to happen. So just go see it. Just go see it on your business trip, and then you can live tweet it for her, or um, you can pretend that you didn't see it and act all surprised. <laughs> oh, on the second yeah, I viewing, I hadn't considered just lying. That's <laughs> just really lie. good. That's <laughs> or yeah, or as some people call it, act. Uh, well, oh actors my. are all liars. Exactly. Yeah, they're yeah. all liars. Okay, point. so anyway, um, it, it being the, the very day of Endgame uh, coming out, I right. have been for the past fortnight watching MCU Phase 3 movies oh my like goodness. crazy. Oh, okay, yeah, so, yeah. So we watched around here um, is this Civil in, War. Is this in order? Yeah, so we watched okay. Civil War, Doctor Strange, um, Guardians 2, uh, Spider-Man... Spider-Man. Uh, 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 we had to skip Thor because we ran out of time, but we, oh. we watched Black Panther and uh, Infinity uh, War. Wait, you didn't Ant-Man watch Ragnarok? Ragnarok? Ant-Man we had to skip. We had to skip Ragnarok, but we oh. had seen Ragnarok pretty recently. It's the best and then one we had, of all We of had those. just watched, uh, a few weeks ago, we had just watched Ant-Man and the Wasp okay, and, cool. uh, and Captain Marvel. So we're, we're good to go. I feel very prepared. Nice. Very prepared. <laughs> but... That didn't leave a lot of time for video games, but mm. I will say we've been playing the Dreams Early Access. Oh, oh right. Yeah, yeah. I have it yeah, too. So, I just haven't played it yet. I'm such a slacker. Oh, so, I mean, we're still just going through tutorials and stuff. There's nothing terribly uh, interesting to report just yet, but right. I will say that the tutorials are very well done. Um, they they do a good job of, in their charming media molecule way, just kind of introducing you to the top or the the different uh, mechanics and uh, and teaching you how to do it. And sometimes, you know, just by playing around, you can figure out what the next one is, and you just skip that next video and go to the next thing. Right. So exactly. it's, it's very it's very forgiving in that way. Like you don't have to sit there and, and and kind of plod through things if you already understand them, just from maybe the beta or just watching people play it. So um, yeah, you can just kind of opt in or opt out. But yeah, it's uh, and we hopped in a little bit to to mess around in some other people's creations. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I got home from work, and my brother, uh, my my son was playing uh, some crazy looking golf game um, <laughs> <laughs> on Dreams. I was like, oh, cool. So yeah, there's there's I I can't wait to see what people make, and I'm I'm excited to 
to make some from this make point some good stuff. on that game is only going to keep getting better as more and more creations like show up yeah. and become curated and i'm hoping like some blogs spring up or maybe like features on websites that i that i go yeah, to like showing maybe, maybe we can even do like uh dreams level of the Fortnite or something oh yeah, yeah. that's cool so, yeah that, so that'd be could cool be, could I, be cool if i have time to start bro i haven't actually dipped into dreams at all because i've been playing all those sweaty games so oh so many sweaty <laughs> yeah. games but yeah that's about it for me um i think it is time for a little something called the news nice very nice so remember you can submit news stories for discussion on the show at subreddit what at our subreddit what happened yeah did you have My a brain stroke? Paused. Yeah, I had a stroke. SPFEGS.reddit.com. Right. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. I was, I was so trying scared. To, I was trying so hard to read the next part, and it was not happening. <laughs> oh. So, all right. Um, I have a couple of news stories picked out. I, I think I this one's not really on there. So, but I'm just so this is the part it. of the show where Adam picks three news stories and then goes and reads five instead. That's, yeah. yes. that's the part of the show. So yeah. I, I have picked three. And I think I can keep it to three this time. Uh, let's, I don't believe let's you. See. This is let's my see. personal top three. Right. Yeah. No, I, of course. I mean, clearly because the upvotes I think one of them, mean nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so Days Gone is out, guys. Yeah. Days Gone is out. It sure so, is. Now, the, the crazy thing is, so it, it's uh, IGN gave it a 6.5. Now, that's, that's fair. That's a fair score is what they, they call that. Like, mm-hmm. not... It's not bad, but it's not good. 6.5, you said, or 65? 6.5, 6.5. yeah. 6.5. That's, like that's like a D. Like, if you, if that's you, pretty, if you look at yeah, grading... It's, it's not great. Yeah. But here, oddly enough, the, there's two European IGN outlets that gave it 8.0s. Oh. So that's kind of a large swing. Yeah. Like, IGN Italy and, and one other one. I can't remember. Yeah, it, it seems like reading, reading a few reviews for this game, it seems like it really depends on what you're looking for. Yeah, um, yeah, from from what I hear is is um, if you're looking for like a really in depth, expansive story, that that part might be a little shallow. But if you're looking for like really top notch gameplay, like that part's really fun and good. Well, it's shallow, um, except it's really long too. I, like I've read reviews that say like Days Gone or whatever it's called, like the story is really long. Yeah, yeah, it's like a sixty hour game. Yeah, apparently. It's in general getting kind of middling Metacritic scores. I think sure. it's sitting at 72 right now. Um, but yeah, like like Mike's saying, it's supposed to have excellent motorcycle horde <laughs> mechanics and uh, melee mechanics. Those are commas in between there. There's not hordes of motorcycles to my knowledge. But. <laughs> motorcycle man, horde. What? All those freakers, man. What if all the freakers got on like a ton of bikes oh. and then just started oh, rolling my gosh. over you? I want that game. I want, to, <laughs> or, or they could just be autonomous motorcycles. Oh man, like the cars uh, universe, any, but in a post-apocalyptic if, setting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. If we have any yeah. talented modders listening to this, it. I need a mod of Days Gone where all the freakers have motorcycles. Yeah, that mm. sounds pretty cool. If you wouldn't mind, I like it. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, it has a really good. Uh, like the horde thing is supposed to be. Uh, amazing right and the right, most unique right. thing about the game uh from what i've read but the um but yeah it, like you're saying the story not great um the uh voice acting supposed to be good though yeah so that's sam Whitmer. That. he's a quality top-notch yeah. actor i've liked yeah, him then, uh, back since uh back when he was a uh, star killer 
uh in uh, the force yeah, Un- yeah, yeah. was it the force unleashed game i think that's right yeah yeah those i loved that first game in the particular unleashed the first the force unleashed starring sam whitwer yeah <laughs> and, and it sounds like there's a there's a couple of bugs in the game i haven't heard yeah. a lot oh. yeah. so i i still think i want to pick this up um but i'm probably going to wait until at least i hear that the bug fixes are in um which hopefully won't be too long but yeah, I'm I'm kind of bummed because you know I'm I'm a story guy. Yeah. So, kind of if if that was the thing that was gonna really like swing me to for sure buy, I was ready to buy it this weekend. Yeah, you know? we were gonna make it our uh, topic. We were like so excited about yeah, this yeah. game, and then the reviews but came out. I, and I'm kind like, of Ooh. it kind of took the wind out of my sails. Yeah. Uh, seeing like a lot of people not that jazzed about it, but you know, like I think the the horde mechanic still looks really unique and fun. Mm-hmm. So I like you know I'll probably pick it up when it goes on sale, but not it's not something I'm going to drop everything for. Sure. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm also hearing the side missions are pretty repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so sure. there's there's like after the umpteenth time, so just you have to go. Just don't do them. Yeah, you could always just mainline it, but then it's like if the story's not great, mm. then I don't know. Maybe I'll just go clear out some hordes, call it a day. Yeah, I'll be like. <laughs> Die, freakers, die! <laughs> like that the whole time. Deacon the freakers. Because the main character's name is Deacon. <laughs> Deacon the freaks. I'm going to start a band. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to play motorcycle or like biker rock. Yeah. Anyway. Love it. So yeah, next story. Uh, that's not really a story, but I, I just want to, I felt like yeah, we should that, touch on it. because so there we go. Gone. We've Wait, been, so that's, we've been not, excited that's not one of the three stories? That is one of the three okay. stories, but I, it's not a true news story. It's just like, okay. you know, we got we have to talk about Days Gone for a minute. Okay. okay. Yeah, fair, um, fair. But yeah, uh, PS5. Now, this a lot's happened this past fortnight, guys. Mm. PS5 is out now. No, it's not. <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Scoop. World premiere. No, uh, uh, but Mar- Mark Cerny did an interview with uh, Wired magazine. Yeah, I believe it was Wired. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And basically revealed several details about the PS5 that are, are, are quite intriguing. So first of which. And also uh, all my very list, like not specific if you really delve into it. Yeah, there's a lot of very unspecific uh, things. But yeah, like the as far as things like PS4 backwards compatibility, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um I, I'm uh, super jazzed about uh, the fact that it'll be supporting the current PSVR headset yep. because that the headset itself is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I just need more horsepower for more incredible VR games. You it, know? it would be nice eventually to get a 1440p model or maybe even a 4K for model. Sure. But for now, 4K. yeah, it's, dude, you're a wild man. I'm not that wild. Like <laughs> there are you're dreaming. the PC VR headsets are growing in resolution like every year. So. Like and, and yeah, I mean, I would it, say the biggest is, there's thing something to be said for like a really high pixel density when you have the screen yeah, it's so like close right to up your in face. your face. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And, but I think the biggest thing the next version of PSVR has, uh, which would not even require a new headset, it needs more. It needs better motion controls. Um, like mm. a, a good example is if you play Beat Saber on like an Oculus Rift or a Vive with those yeah. instant reacting things, like the the two things you hold in your hand. There's no mm-hmm. latency that you can detect. They're also just more comfortable, right? Like, yeah, and they're more comfortable. It's, just, it's a better control than the Move controller. And the Move sure. controllers are like based on like really old technology using sure. a webcam that like introduces more latency to your input. Like, it, it, we just need better. We need better controls for the PSVR. So, sure. I'm hoping that's an yeah, option. Yeah, at least. But so, but I, I'm just glad that I'll be able to hop in day one and play the ps5's vr uh, library as it's being released mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. um 
and and not have to also fork out money for an extra headset. You yeah, know? yeah. So that, yeah. I'm excited it's about pretty that. Smart. I think probably a, a lot of the the PSVR folks out there are pretty jazzed about uh, this. So that's been yeah. uh, Ruben's VR corner. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, Ruben. So, uh, Jason Schreer uh, tweeted uh, if you're like he said uh, if you're wondering why Sony randomly dropped PS5 news last week, one reason that he hears is that a bunch of third party ooh. studios uh, are getting their dev kits this month. So Sony knew that oh, info so was going to start. start leaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, abs- <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, so some some yeah. of the first party teams have had them for a bit, but they've been under pretty tight control. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the second these things go to third party, like things are going to leak out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So you might yeah. as well undercut that um, with some cool news, and it kind of gives them a leg up right now, right? We know they're not going to be at E three, so why not go ahead and talk about the the PlayStation? Mm-hmm. And just like with the last consoles, right? Like get your information out there first before before Microsoft. Um, yeah. And now people are talking about the PlayStation 5 for, you know, the next uh, several weeks ahead of E3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, you know, what's interesting, though, is the, um, the, the instantly new rumors started cropping up. Oh, the X, the new Xbox is even more powerful than the PS5. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. It's already starting. Yeah. We don't even sure. know when they're coming, mm-hmm. how much they'll cost. We don't even know how many flops. We don't know how many flops. I bet it's a important. bunch. Thinks a lot so of flops. We, we, I, there better be a lot of flops. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Mark Cerny didn't even talk about flops in this interview. He also so that's did really not dumb. talk about checkerboard rendering or any of my favorite you things. Don't when need I, it. Don't you don't need it anymore. No, but you, you know what I'm saying? When I, when I do my Mark Cerny impression, it <laughs> yeah, always yeah. has checkerboard rendering in there. Can I hear a little of that? <laughs> the PS5 will not use checkerboard rendering to achieve 4K <laughs> resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> it needs a little work, but, but there you go. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, Mark, Mark, can you tell us about the solid state drives that are in the PS5? And, and you know, <laughs> we are implementing a new solid state drive to increase load times <laughs> dramatically. Increase load times? That's kind of the opposite of what I want, Mark. <laughs> to decrease? Uh, I mean, <laughs> decrease. I misspoke. <laughs> Oh man, so that was pretty exciting. That's uh, one thing they were talking about fast travel. They they demoed on a PS5 dev kit uh for the wired journalists uh mm-hmm. that basically yeah, they could load up a fast travel in Spider-Man PS4 um that that did take I think 19 seconds, 15. 15 seconds yeah. in point zero point eight seconds on the PS5. So that SSD super duper quick. Yeah, right. Good. Just, uh, but it is, is worth cool. noting that those are PS4 load times dramatically improved. Who knows what kind of assets the PS5 is going to use? In fact, if developers yeah. are developing games with this solid state hard drive in mind, yeah, uh, there's a there's a chance that they will. There's a chance that it'll be like the same load times, well, but it, just dramatically yeah, higher, it, like that, quality it's that thing too, right? Yeah. Of like how much how much time does the developer, especially if they're third party. Do they spend optimizing load yeah, times? Yeah, exactly. For PS4, yeah. Whereas first party studios will probably take advantage of that. Yeah, that's where you'll like you'll you'll really see that thing cranking. Um, yeah, that's my point. Well, there you go. Yeah, no, and I, I I think that, <laughs> it got uh, quiet, and I was like, <laughs> I'll keep going. My point. No, I think uh, I think you know we don't know yet how much RAM is going to be in the PS5. If but, you guys pause uh, me one more time like that, I'm going to talk about Sekiro the rest of the show. No. <laughs> Now, presumably, though, like the, the PS5 is going to have a lot more than eight gigs of RAM. So, yeah, I mean, Nine that gigs. SSD is is needed um, to really fill up all that memory. Yep. And, you know, so anyway, it's uh, it's it's a cool development, though. I think it's definitely uh, necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he made all kinds of crazy claims about how it's the fastest SSD in the world yeah, I don't ever and stuff like what that. They're... So who knows? We'll see. Yeah, we'll it see. runs on I mean, I... magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now, David, you're you're part of the PC master race. What mm. did you make of the ray tracing talk? Okay, so yeah, so here's the deal: the PS5 is going to be expensive if it has ray tracing because right now we do have GPUs in the PC world that can do mm-hmm. real-time ray tracing. Uh, they are yeah. part of the RTX line of NVIDIA. But the thing is, this is an AMD card, which is interesting because I don't think AMD cards even have ray tracing support yet. So they it must be some mm. sort of custom thing that they're working on. Yeah, well, it, they did say it's a custom chip. So, so. it's fascinating. But also, if I... W- <laughs> Adam's shrugging very hard over there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to point out, though that like the 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 card that can do um real-time ray tracing uh in 4k uh mm. currently is it, it currently sells for fifteen hundred dollars right now mm-hmm. um Ooh, so either the ps5 is going to cost fifteen hundred dollars or, or it's going to come out in a long time from now <laughs> yeah or the ray tracing is not going to be as well supported or may not run in 4k or something i doubt that the ray tracing is going to be as robust as like that twenty thousand dollar graphics card demo they showed off at uh was it what is it gdc that they showed like the stormtrooper demo oh yeah although you can run that now on the gtx or the rtx 2080 ti you can run that now in 4k wow and that's a fifteen hundred dollar card so it's coming down in price but in one year is it going to come down enough to go into a PS5 and not cost a thousand billion dollars, you know. Well, yeah. And I want to I want to move on from this topic because we yeah. have a ton of time, right? <laughs> Which is turning into a topic. Um, yeah. But I guess I, I will say I think I think uh, we learned last generation, or actually I guess this generation technically still, um, how much the price makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. basically, like f- there's there's lots of factors in it, but right out of the gate, Microsoft lost a ton of momentum over the over a matter of a hundred dollars yeah oh my goodness that's so true so i i think sony i th- i think they're gonna they're gonna be looking at that for sure they don't want to come in overpriced so i i think they yeah. know that I, I i wouldn't worry about this thing like coming out and costing 599 us dollars i uh, <laughs> yeah yeah i know but i but i will say though like you got to give somewhere then you ray tracing plus low cost i don't see how those two things can can maybe work it's together. not the ray tracing we're thinking of. Mm, maybe uh, I I will say no. What man just pointed out in the chat, uh, the, he Mark Cerny also talked about ray tracing used for audio, so you can know yeah, yeah. where if the audio is bouncing off a source or if it's occluded or. And that's a great idea, and I can't wait to hear what that sounds like because that sounds yep. really cool. Yeah, especially with like three D audio uh, headsets and stuff like that. That's going to mm-hmm. be really cool. Yes. Um, so I'll just, I got to get an 8K TV real quick. Go, go get one of those real fast. Uh, <laughs> you know, spend like 50 grand on an 8K TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I guess Mark Cerny, one of the quotes from the article that was not included in the story was that he had said, I believe it would be able to release it at an MSRP uh, suggested retail price that will be, uh, that will be pleasing to gamers or appealing to gamers in light of its advanced feature set. Oh, so David, a- could you please... Could you please read, uh, say all Whoa, that? I don't know. I can't remember that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, how much do you guys, I mean, <sighs> I think it sounds like 500 bucks or 
close to it. I, like maybe four fifty. Mm. I, I can't see it coming in three ninety nine again with all this SSD and ray tracing. I will, and all this nonsense. Let me just put it this way: I will not be pleased if it's more than four hundred dollars. So there you I go. won't be pleased either. Yeah. <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> All right, final news story. Final news story. Nintendo Switch has now outsold the N64. That this is comes by way. That blows yeah, my this mind. This comes by way of uh, Nintendo Life. They reported that uh, basically it's you know VG Charts is the outlet that kind of reports on these numbers. A lot of times it's they're estimating mm-hmm. based on recent announcements and you know mm-hmm. time passed and everything. But yeah, the estimate is that they've just now uh, surpassed. The Nintendo Switch, or excuse me, the Nintendo 64's lifetime sales of 32.9 million with a total of 33.15 million for the Switch. That is yeah, so that's crazy. Many, like, not too shabby. The N64 was a pretty successful console, and the fact that the Switch, it, it's just, I can't. I can't comprehend these numbers. So I think the here's here's the crazy thing, right? If you really go back and look at the N64, the fact that it sold that many consoles, mm-hmm. and there's if you really think about it, there's not that many games on the N64. They sold like half of those consoles just for Mario 64. They sure Mike, did. it was it was <laughs> quantity over quality, Mike. That was no, Nintendo. No, I, and I'm not saying that's a problem, right? Like, yeah. like sometimes I, I quantity over quality. Oh my, Quanti- uh, quality over quantity. <laughs> I do remember. Did I say backwards. Yes, you did. Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's kind of a thing tonight. I'm um, so out. But of I it. do remember like <laughs> buying like a game on the N64 and then thinking like, man, there's nothing coming out for like eight or nine months. Yeah, I I, I remember that. I remember that. It, it, plus, it was like a really expensive to make the cartridges, so only Nintendo wanted to make games for it, and you know, a lot of factors. Yep. So yep. yeah, still a cool console. <clears throat> it was great. Yeah, the Switch is great. Go buy a Switch if you go don't buy have a one. Switch. Sure. It's really good, Mike. Go buy and, a Switch or. Or I mean, I'll probably get, get one eventually for my daughter. Yeah. Or just get a Vita. Well, you know, if you don't want to play, I have the. I still have a Vita, so like, I just don't. I can't. If you I can't don't, you can't justify the, the, the justification. <laughs> for if you it, don't right? want to buy any new games, I guess you can get a Vita. You can still buy new Vita games. Not new yeah, Vita games. As as They're very saucy like, JRPGs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, as long as you're into pervy Japanese imports, oh boy. man, the Vita's Vita's alive and kicking. Sony's finally cracking down on that. Yeah, um, they just cracked down on all that stuff on the PS4 yeah, anyway. Sure. I don't know about anywhere else. But. All right, it's time for Mike struggles to read the tweet. Oh, my favorite I, part of I the podcast. Yes. Is it? Oh, yeah. Yes. I'll Struggle. Try to do my best then. Struggle real good. I love these tweets. <clears throat> I'm sure I will. The text is very small, even on my iPad. Oh, good. Um, okay, so Fabs wrote in and said, I wanted to ask about EA and the new Star Wars game. Oh, yeah. What do you guys think? And do you think this will be a shift from the live services model? Uh, or is it a, just a one off because the uh, Battlefront mm. backlash? What are your thoughts on the game? I okay. So here's here's my grand hope for this new uh, Star Wars game being developed by Respawn. Um, mm. They announced that it is a single player story with no multiplayer, no loot boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all amazing news. What I want to happen is this game to just sell like gangbusters. Right. And yeah. Just eclipse Anthem. I want it to just 100% eclipse Anthem so mm-hmm. that EA sees this and says, wait, why are we making Bioware do this? If 
a game that was like the kind they used to make would sell this well. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, I, I yeah. just want this. I just want this to show EA the light. You know. Well, I think I think this will be more of an action game than say a Bioware Mass type Effect game. Was but I know, what, I know what you mean, though. though. I know what you mean, though. Like, and and I think this is a really good thing if they see uh, this game the development goes smoothly and it's actually a successful release because mm-hmm. it's running on unreal engine and they're not, they didn't force respawn to use frostbite. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's all that is they're very good signs, right? Yeah. And I mean, honestly, respawn is on top of the world right now. Like they just came off of this insanely successful free to play shooter in apex legends. Mm-hmm. They, you know, They've made two Titanfall games that a lot of people love, and and so this this would just really solidify them, I think, as like one of the top tier, especially if it's a third person action game, like kind of a lot of people expect. Mm-hmm, right, um, being single player, being narrative focused, you know, it's it's kind of the Star Wars game that we've been promised twice already and keep getting denied <laughs> with like thirteen thirteen and then the Visceral Game oh, Studio, uh, their 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 game, so. I mean, there's there's a lot of people who are just they're just thirsting sure. for this game. So um, so so what's going to be kind of critical for this, right? Because it's it, it's sort of like this um, this perfect scenario where respawn was already in development on this game, right? Uh, already using Unreal far enough along that they were able, you know, to probably convince EA that they didn't need to start over from scratch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so what needs to happen is, is provided the game is good, is everyone has to just buy it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what you, if you if you like single player games and it's a good game when it comes out, or you if you like Star it. Wars, if you like Respawn, um, yeah, fingers yeah. fingers crossed. If if you know they do that and then they release more story DLC that people pick up the story DLC and that shows you know the the longer tail maybe that EA is looking for. Yeah, um, I yeah. don't I don't mind picking up great story DLC. Yeah, you know, I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping they pull a Spider Man with this, mm-hmm. and and it's just it blows up bigger than they even expect. Mm-hmm. You know. So pull a Spider-Man yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man. Um, I promised I wouldn't do this, but this isn't my fault. The people are asking. Oh, and they no. Know. Oh, no. Jeremy wrote in and said, I stopped playing Sekiro no! for a bit and jumped into Xenoblade 2. <laughs> What's y'all's policy on coming back to games later on? If you bounce off a game and jump into something else, do you return or do you scrape it off your boot, uh, off your boot, off, not off your butt? You could just scrape it off your butt Ugh. if you sat in it. <laughs> It's like the detestable filth that it is. Like like the mystery wiper? Scrape like it off the mystery your wiper. Um, that's another story. We'll talk about <laughs> I don't that. Know on what that means? <laughs> it's a great story, yeah. and you guys that's don't good, get to hear it right now. I think that's a good episode of crazy people doing crazy things. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely put that, mini games. Put a pin in that. We're going to come back to that on mini games. Um, <laughs> so for for me, I can I can take small departures. I can play something like Sekiro, which is like you know big AAA game. And also be playing something like Oberdin, like a like an indie, a smaller title, um, concurrently. But I can't play like two big AAAs. I have to play one or the other because if I if I start playing one of these games and I stop to go start on the big AAA game, the chances of me actually coming back in any kind of timely manner or at all are pretty slim. Mm, yeah, I I think that what I like to do uh, with this kind of thing, Joe, is I like to. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Jeremy, <laughs> are you talking to me? Joe, Joe, I call Jeremy Joe. Joe's okay. my brother. Are you talking to so, me? No, no. But like I, what I like to do with this kind of thing is 
uh, you know, I'll stop playing a game for a while and I say I'm going to come back to it. <laughs> and then I just never, ever yeah. do. Yeah. Usually yeah. what happens is if I switch to another game that when I'm in the middle of a game, I will just kind of lose the momentum and eventually stop caring. Um, that's happened yeah. with mm-hmm. The Witcher. Uh, it's happened with Red Dead Redemption 2. Basically, mm-hmm. oh so here's the thing. Gosh. If a game goes on longer than like 10 hours, I'm like ready. Oh my gosh, that's like a lot of games, <laughs> yeah, David. It is. And, and if, if, if a game goes on longer than that, I start getting bored of it. And yeah, I feel like I at 30 hours, I better be really far into the story for, yeah. for me. Yeah. Like I, yeah. if you're, if you're at 30 hours and you're like, yeah, you're almost halfway, there, yeah. then I'm like, <laughs> like okay, forget this, forget it. I can't, it. I can't, yeah. my, my concentration will give a game 10 hours and then like, I just, I start wanting to play something different. So, mm. uh, I don't beat a lot of games. That's okay. There's for, nothing wrong with that. For me, no, there's nothing there's wrong nothing with that. Except, the, except that a lot of games are way longer than that. Well, and here's <laughs> here's my other my other reason for like sticking to it, right? Is think about that gap. Uh how how long has it been weeks at least, if not months, that you guys have not played Red Dead yeah. uh two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to jump back into Red Dead 2 and like remember the controls and it's really frustrating. Yeah. Like there's no oh, good yeah. way to like get back in and like remind yourself exactly how the game is played. Right. So yeah, that's, that's like sometimes why, I've done that. Like I'll come back like a few months later, and, and I like I don't really remember where I was or what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I, I keep accidentally punching everyone in the face. You know, I'm just <laughs> gonna play some parts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you know, yeah. and also that's okay. That's there. Like you don't have to beat a game. Like it, so, for example, with Red Dead Redemption Two, I loved the time I played with it. I have no regrets mm-hmm. of the time I spent playing it. But at the same time, I don't know if I'm gonna beat it. And the longer the time goes on, I'll probably just watch yeah. what happens. Like I'll watch the cutscenes or whatever, and I'll be that'll be fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that. So there, there are legit games. I, I I feel like the the stories are so good. I really don't mind spending a ton of time in those worlds, like The Witcher Three. But mm-hmm. um, I like when I reviewed Red Dead Two. It I think the game's too long. It's a really good yeah. game. I yeah. like that story, but I think it's a little too long. It's too long. Yeah. Yeah. Josh in the chat says the intro to Final Fantasy 13 was almost 30 Ugh. hours. <laughs> That's terrible. Do you remember that? We talked yeah, about we that did. on the show before. Was yeah. it your friend Ken? Oh, uh, no. Uh, my buddy Josh. Um, who's, oh, Josh. Who's okay. been on the show. Yeah. Like, I remember him telling me, I'm like, you just got to, like, about, about 25 hours or so, then, it, like, it opens up and it gets really good. It's super <laughs> fun. I'm like, that is, you that is too yeah, long too to much. wait for a game yeah. to get, to get okay, fun. Don't worry. Stick with it for a whole day's worth. <laughs> An yeah, entire no day. <laughs> Uh, Joseph Grimm wrote in and said, uh, Taco can talk about Sekiro all he wants. No, he can't. But case, Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but in case he doesn't, I tried my best. Uh, in case he doesn't, I hear a lot on the show that we are running really behind. Yeah. Yes. Uh, is it to keep the show at a certain length or is it because you all live fabulous lifestyles? It's, Either way, <laughs> thanks for making time both. for us. Uh, yeah, uh, it's... I, I think we've kind of market tested a little bit. It's a boring answer. We market tested a little bit and people like really like the one hour mark for podcasts. Yeah. I think yeah. especially if you listen to multiple podcasts, you know, yeah. an hour is a good time. You can jump to a totally different type of podcast. It's it's, it's a good mix. Uh, we, um, we, we kind of we pulled are, people that listen to our podcast and they were like, yeah. if it's longer than an hour, I tend not to finish. So I was like, OK, well, right. <laughs> yeah, I want you guys to hear all the good stuff I have to say about Sakura. So yeah. like, uh, let's yeah, yeah. On. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's yeah. all it is. And also, um, we record and, very and, late. In all fairness, and yeah, in all fairness, I need to now call Joe Jeremy. 
Okay. It's fair. Yeah, it's fair. fair. I, and I will say we record this podcast pretty late. So the later the podcast goes, the less sleep I get. And so that's another reason oh, why we, that's fair. we tend to push things along. So mm-hmm. speaking of pushing things along, Let's Tony Brave Boy, which is a great name. Uh, Tony Brave Boy wrote in and said, top three from software games. Never played any? (laughs) All the better. Let's talk about Sekiro. Okay, so Sekiro is the best (laughs) one, obviously. And here's what makes it so good. Part one. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Part 1A. So for me, uh, it's it's definitely Sekiro and Bloodborne. And then I just kind of mix Demon Souls and Dark Souls all together. I don't really care for any of them particularly. Um, So, yeah. Uh, The only... From software game I've ever played is Armored Core 2. Yeah. Armored Core 2 is super. You know, that's number three. I rented it one weekend, didn't beat it, and I was done. And that's it. Um, That's the only from software game I've ever played. And I I ever will play. So... I loved Armored Core 2. Um, I'm trying to think of any other From Software games. I mean, I played a tiny bit of Demon's Souls, mm-hmm. um, and I played a tiny bit of Bloodborne, so I guess those are by default the next ones. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I, I definitely want to play um, Sekiro soon. That's really so. good. Uh, Eric Kruger wrote in and said, having just rebought Breath of the Wild digitally after losing my cart made me wonder. What games have you guys bought multiple times the most? Or what games? Skyrim. Sorry, not games. You guys will go on for too long. Skyrim. Skyrim. I have three. I have three You're games. not allowed to have three. I bought, Sky- <laughs> I bought Skyrim on uh, PC, uh-huh. Nintendo uh-huh. Switch. Sure. PSVR. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Xbox 360. I don't remember that one specifically. Probably. But that's three yeah. times already. So like that's... Sure, sure. It's quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, I've bought Flashback and Another World a bunch of times, but I don't know. I don't know how many, mm-hmm. but and probably missed in that I yeah. just buy it here and there for different things. But um, I think the number one is probably Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, because mm. I I bought it twice on PS2, right. and then I and then I bought the remaster yep. on PS3 and the remaster on PS4. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, for me, it's either it's either Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy Tactics. I'm not sure which one because I bought them both on. Uh, well, you know, it's probably Chrono Trigger. I had Chrono Trigger on Super Nintendo, and I got it for PS One, and then I got it for the Vita. And I want to say I've got it somewhere else too, but it's like not a good version, so I don't play it either mobile or PC. I can't remember. Yeah, I think you were playing it on your phone for a while. Yeah, there it's too. not good. I don't like that mm. version. <laughs> I had the Vita. I don't know why I bought it. The Vita is plenty portable. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ashley wrote in and said, "Since spoilers are a huge problem in our modern world, only if you mm, let them really be." Are. Well. We're not all crazy. Uh, <laughs> have you guys ever had a game you were looking forward to playing ultimately spoiled for you? Yes. Nope. If so, does it ruin the experience for you? Nope. Or is it something you're just not too concerned with? I don't care. I, don't I care. knew I'm going to spoil Final Fantasy seven really quick. I knew Eris died and I still played it and liked so it. It's like not even halfway through the game. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty early. That's like act one stuff. I, OK, well, I didn't care. I was like, oh, cool. I can't wait to get to you that. Know and why? See why? You know why? Why? Games aren't that good. Oh, <laughs> I thought you didn't like Final Fantasy seven. <laughs> yeah. So it's okay. um, I think that the for me, it was well, there's two. Yeah. Uh, but Infamous two was the one that broke my heart the most. Oh, because I, I was behind. Story. 
I was really behind on playing that game. I sure. loved the first Infamous, and then I, I I had heard so much about Infamous too. Everyone talking about it on all these podcasts all the time. Oh, it's such a great game, especially like Greg and Colin back in the back in the Beyond days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so I I was I I finally got around to starting it, and I'm like two hours into it. And I'm like, man, this is great. I'm loving this. And then, and I, the next day I'm listening to a podcast on the way to work and, and those guys blew the end of it. Oh no. And I was just like, oh, I just, oh, and they're no. like, oh, it's been out for a year and a half. You, you missed your, uh, you know, you, you missed this, the statute of limitations oh, or whatever. Oh, like, that's a bummer. I was like, oh, you dirty rats. And that's when I, that's when I subtly enacted my plan to break up their podcasts forever. <laughs> 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 you ruined infamous for me i ruined beyond for you wow there you go it was all it was my nefarious behind the scenes scheme. what was the other game uh the other one was uh red dead redemption mm. oh the first one yeah the very first the, the first oh, one i i only played uh, didn't god of war also get spoiled for you um oh gosh yeah that got spoiled in our chat i forgot about that but you know oh. what it was that one was not like it didn't ruin you mean in our discord in our yeah, discord, discord yeah. that you can find at uh bit.ly slash sbfvgs discord yeah all the game spoilers <laughs> you want all the game right spoilers there. you crave <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the, and i, I we're know usually very I, good about that yeah yeah so it was just one of those things like i i saw a notification i clicked on it and i was pulled into a chat and i was like oh no but so i i was a i'm i'm pretty good at like fooling myself into thinking maybe well, maybe that was maybe maybe that's not what i thought it meant you know i had to lie to you because you came <laughs> and asked me about it and i was like no yes no that's not it yeah yeah you helped you helped me along and then later in the game i was like okay that's pretty awesome that it that it is what i yeah, thought that sure. it is what i heard but it's better so. um i'm gonna move on pretty quickly here because i just realized man we're almost out of time for the whole show <laughs> uh travis and it's Roberts all joe's fault wrote in and said this is specifically for adam and i'm not <laughs> sure why because i played this game too but whatever Ooh. it's fine adam needs some love uh yeah. we've been talking about Sekiro a lot how the heck did you beat cuphead i got it for switch and it is impossible <laughs> <laughs> that is a tough so game for sure that's a pretty good travis real impression tough. is it yeah it- all right, thank you. Yeah, Cuphead. Cuphead's really tough. So I here's a couple of tips if you're just playing Cuphead for the first time. Mm-hmm. So, um, so one thing I did, and I and I hope you can do this on the Switch. I know you can on the Xbox version that I played, but you can change the shooting button to a trigger, mm-hmm. one of the trigger buttons on the shoulders. Uh, so that helped a lot for me because then I was able to just use my thumb to jump and dash a lot quicker. Mm. The dash is like crucial for a lot of those bosses. Yep. And uh, so being able to jump and dash and everything quickly while, while still firing is is huge. So I would say, you know, change your trigger button if you can on Switch. Um, and then try out, if, you know, if you're running into a really tough one, just try out one of the easier versions of the levels. They're, I mean, they're a little shorter, mm-hmm. but it kind of helps build your confidence with the early stages of the fight, which yep. sometimes you need all the life you can oh, get at the very end stages gotcha. of the fight. So sure. so you, that helps a lot. And then if you have one, uh, get a second player who's got some decent, <laughs> yeah. decent run and gun skills. He can back you up because... Um, a lot of times, like by the end of this fight, I've rescued that person a couple times. They've mm-hmm. rescued me a couple times. It gives you some extra hit that's points. That's true. That you can, yeah, that's a really good yeah. point. But yep. so here's the only problem is that can be a double edged sword. So, so many times you will die running to try to save your buddy. Oh. Sure. So it, it kind of yep. evens out in a way. But 
overall, I think it is a it is a boon to your ability to uh, uh, my to, advice to is win. largely the same, except I map my dash button to the trigger. Oh, nice! I use my trigger nice. for dashing. You know, I my my thumb it was actually becoming an ergonomic issue. Like I my thumb was hurting so bad. What uh, you? doing like holding the jump or hitting jump with my the base of my thumb and then mm-hmm. hitting a trigger you know or holding down trigger and then doing the old pivot maneuver to jump oh my goodness so it, it was actually like it it helped my thumbs to not hurt wow yeah, so. i, I kind of i left I, I used to play a ps4 controller if i get really nerdy um and what i do is i hold <laughs> the square button down because that's your attack so i can mm-hmm. i can use the bottom of my thumb to tap jump um, yeah yeah and my arm button to dash i never have to take my my thumb off the shoot button yeah, yeah, but that was that's kind of what was killing my thumb. Yeah, so that's why I, I, the trigger, I get it though. I get it. Trigger on the shoulder Tough ended up being better for way. me. Mm. Yeah, uh, but you'll get there. Stick with it. It's really, really good. Um, and our very last question: Josh Bailey wrote us a hug, marry, or leave at the airport. Um, oh, he, he also wrote one in the chat. If you want to, I don't know if you want to pick that one up. Uh, you can do. That. I'm not looking at the chat currently. Oh, okay, okay. The this is this is pretty good. So. He he asks, uh, "Would you buy a From Software Star Wars game? Yes, or would, or whichever developer should make a Star Wars game outside of EA? Uh, I will never I would, buy a From Software game. So I would check that out. Here's <laughs> the thing, though: I don't know how violent you can get with a Star Wars license. Mm. And um, oh, yeah, From Software games. It seems pre- like pretty violent. It seems like you should be able to lop off arms and stuff at, at least. least. And heads in the shadow. Like, as long as it's off dudes. screen, you can yeah. lop off a head. Because here's the thing. Bloodborne is the exact same way. If you like, you watch videos of Sekiro, like everyone has, I don't know what kind, what they're eating, but the blood pressure is off the charts. <laughs> 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 yeah. You get a paper yeah, you, cut you and you it sprays across the whole room. It's ridiculous. It's like a fire hydrant. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So. Uh, and what yeah, developer uh, should I would say Naughty Dog? Yeah, I, I, I exactly. I still want that. I still want thirteen, thirteen yeah. deep in my mm-hmm. heart. So I, I want Naughty Dog to make a Star Man, Wars. Yeah, Amy Hennig back to write play it. A, a Star Wars <laughs> from software game where like you take that great Sekiro sword combat and put some laser swords in there. I'm in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm in. Love it. All right, all right. So back, back to the hug, Mary, leave at the airport. Oh well, I thought that's what we were doing instead. Not instead. Oh, in no, addition, no, let's, do let's do it all. Hug we got Mary, all night. Hug Mary Lee. There we go. <laughs> hug Mary Lee at the airport. Okay, so here's your three choices. All right. Okay. Tasty, tasty switch cartridges. <laughs> Vita memory cards. Ooh. Or PSP UMDs. Oh. Oh, all right, we're man. leaving PSP UMDs at the airport. Oh my gosh. I've n- I never owned a PSP. Oh, they are the worst. So I don't know. Like the uh, those little discs, though. I I. I mean, I guess maybe it was a good idea at the time. Yeah, it was the best we had. I don't know. But, oh, they were so I just OK, there's not I hate I hate owning physical media for like a little device that you're supposed to bring around with you because like, sure, you're mm-hmm. event, you're going to run out of space, like run out of space to carry yeah. stuff around. So, yeah. um Mike, you had a real detective vibe going on. <laughs> if you're over watching there the, the video, he had the some lights, light shining on <laughs> the light through coming blinds. through the blinds onto your face. It was like <laughs> I, I was suddenly I look over at Mike and he's in in the middle of a Blade Runner movie. <laughs> yeah, you guys got to watch the stream. You're missing all the good stuff. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, okay. Anyway, anyway, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm with you. I I really hate that I have to carry around switch cartridges. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had most of my games on the Vita digitally. Mm-hmm. Um. 
So I, but yeah, Vita memory cards, I got to say they were essential. You had to have, you couldn't even live yeah, without so them. Yeah, so I'm going to say Mary right. Vita memory cards because you had to have them. Yeah, I, yeah I, that's I'll, totally fair. Yeah, I hugged the Switch, the tasty Switch cartridges because mm. like I, I, I loved, I loved it and I left it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I tasted one and that's all I'm I I'm never tasting one, but I'm going to hug it too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. Never. All right. You guys, Patreon. Yeah. Patreon time. Sure. So, yeah. And and we may have some new announcements soon yeah, uh, for Patreon. We're, uh, but currently, we're currently uh, talking about some new stuff for the Patreon. We're talking about yeah, some yeah. stuff, some interesting, interesting stuff. So, yeah, if you if you chip in a dollar a month, that will get you early episode access. Mm-hmm. It also gets you access to eventually when we're able to start up our monthly game streams, you, you'd be in on those events. Mm-hmm. Uh, $2 also gets you access to Patreon-exclusive minisodes, as we teased earlier. Yeah. Uh, we just recently released the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse uh, movie cast. That is a very fun one. Uh, where we talked about a ton of the Easter eggs in the movie. Mr. Tito, David here. <laughs> Mr. Um, Tito. Gave us, <laughs> <laughs> gave us a ton of like VFX insider knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mike with his comic book knowledge. Man, it was it was a very, a very fun one. So yeah, you'll get access to all of the previous uh Patreon exclusive minisodes um at the two dollar tier. Five dollars, you could be in here watching the show, hanging out in the chat, throwing questions our way interacting while we record the show it's very yeah. fun very like, fun for us like and for josh you, has been say. doing right now indeed yeah. indeed so all you got to do is go to patreon.com slash sbfvgs if you want to toss a few ducats our way and uh support the show and get some cool perks yeah. and yep. we we love you guys mm-hmm. we love you whether you give us money or not though honestly that's true yeah. but definitely more <laughs> a little more definitely. <laughs> <laughs> all right there was madness in any direction It is topic time, meat and potatoes. David, your turn for a super sweet topic. All right. Mm-hmm. So this what, is what shall it be? What this shall was it sort be? of a last minute uh, change up because as I, as I mentioned, well, you earlier, don't have to tell them. No, that. I'm going to tell yeah. them. Uh, we were we were <laughs> going to do a days gone like discussion. Uh, we had it all mm-hmm. figured yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. You know, convinced me to play it. Uh, I wasn't interested, but then now Adam's not interested, and Mike's. Kind well, of. I don't think uh, if so you're not I, interested, that's a little harsh. Right, right, right. Less I'm still interested, interested in playing it. I'm just, I'm just not day one buying it yeah. anymore. Sure. So, so, and I know that is, I know that's kind of shady because I, I shouldn't let, uh, I shouldn't let reviews sour my love that quickly. But you know, I, I, I it's more of a time thing yeah. for me. And I saw an Ars Technica quote that was on on the uh, Metacritic site. It was, it was so perfect. I was like, this, this is totally me it said if you're looking for something to play it's a lot of fun go ahead and dive in you mm-hmm. know but if you have a, a backlog a mile long this is not the game to put everything on hold for mm-hmm. and uh, you know okay. i'm paraphrasing but yeah that was essentially yeah, sure. and i'm like I, I have a backlog a mile yeah. long so i should okay. uh i should focus on so what that's I have. what the topic is <laughs> that's what the topic is yeah, that's what the topic is not so what 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 it is the topic is why don't, why don't we keep talking about what it isn't for like 30 yeah, let's more do that minutes, and then though. we'll get to the topic <laughs> Uh, guys, remember when we when we used to do three topics in one episode? Goodness! Oh, man, and you know what? Days. Those episodes were an hour long. How? 
I blame. I don't know. I blame Adam. Yeah. Okay. Me. It's Adam. <laughs> how could you? Um, okay. So here's what the topic actually I? is. Um, yes. So there was a new rumor going around this week that um, Overwatch has kind of been telling its its pro community that uh, the game is about to go free to play um, to expand mm. the community to have more people playing um, to give Overwatch some more life for a couple more years. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Um, so you guys both bought the game, right? And yeah, I bought yeah. the game actually twice. You bought it. You bought, bought it twice. It twice. Yeah. So like that should have been on your <clears throat> list. Uh, no, because Skyrim, <laughs> I bought either three or four times. So it's more. Yeah. But, uh, so fair. my question is, as people that have purchased it and there are other people, plenty of other people that have bought it. How do you think mm-hmm. people that have already purchased the game are going to react to the fact that it's now free? If you're like me. And I think you guys are in the same boat and you bought this game when it came out. I could care less. That's cool. I mean, I'm not. Playing yeah. It anymore. Yeah. And uh, we've, we've had it for so long. Got yeah. so much enjoyment out of it. Sure. If it goes I, free to play now. It's like, yeah, yeah, I, got, I got my money's worth. And, and if the game is is, you know, hurting for for like new players to, to keep things like fresh and fun and make sure that there's still matches to play. Um, and it's not just all pro players in there. That, that's totally fine. Where it does burn is if you just bought this game oh, for some reason like yeah. in the last couple of months you're just like yeah, you know, like, what? You know I'm, what I'm finally ready yeah. to pull the trigger on this whole Overwatch thing I, I like I thought I'd wait it out the reviews seem pretty been, good I've been hearing about it for years no sure. one will shut up about it All right, I guess I'll punk down the here's money here's my 60 bucks I will say it's I currently it on sale for anymore. 20 at least on PC I don't know what it is on yeah. PC you can still pay for it yeah you can still pay for it that's wild yeah um yeah those people are going to be pretty upset um yeah. Okay. So it seems like we're all on board. Oh, by the way, I wanted to thank Travis for this topic idea. He was in the tweets as well, and he also helped me come up with this oh, topic excellent. idea. So it's very helpful. Thanks. Good old Thanks, Travis. Travis. Thank you. Um, okay. So, yeah, I would say overall, I, I definitely got $60 worth of enjoyment out of Overwatch. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people that feel like. Uh, Did you get $120? Oh, yeah. 100%. 120%. I actually know someone, I know a lot of people that think that um, Overwatch should have been free from the start because it had loot boxes and had no single player mode. And it just, I, I can see that game no, not necessarily, there's an argument, not yeah, necessarily an being argument worth to be made $60, for but I don't know about mm-hmm. free. Um, and also I will say if you haven't played the game in a while, they've added like four maps and like four heroes and like the game feels very fresh and new if you haven't like especially if you're like me and i I haven't played in like a year and a half um it's it's very different now like that new character ash is amazing and baptiste is amazing Mm -hmm. um so uh it's 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 pretty fun um anyway getting back to the topic um Mm -hmm. so um what do you think would be a benefit like why is blizzard even considering making this game uh free to play versus a one-time purchase like what do you guys think well i mean i i have to look at at uh i don't know if these numbers are out there anymore right uh because Overwatch has been in the market for so long mm-hmm. but my assumption is that the sales have just dried up like they're just not seeing a reasonable amount of of you know uh new purchases for that game mm-hmm. um and they're probably seeing a lower player base at this point a game's been out for several years and um, there's like new hot games out like Apex that a lot of people are playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's eating the, it's eating their lunch. For yeah, sure. so you got games like Fortnite and and Apex that are out there and they're free and and they're you know everyone can play them and they're and they're highly accessible. Um, so it's sort of like what what's the benefit of going to pay for a game that came out? How long did Overwatch come out? Like five years Ugh, ago? I four years ago? I want to say twenty thirteen. 
It's old and old people play it. Ugh. Uh, Fortnite. Oh, 2016. What? Apparently Overwatch came out May 24th, 2016. Mm, wow. There you go. It feels like it's older than so that. So I'm seeing a post. And now this is a, a few months ago, but mm-hmm. apparently Overwatch still has like 30 to 35 million players that are active. How? Pretty regularly. So that's that's not insignificant. That's quite a pretty penny of people. Sure. But <laughs> yeah, is that I, is that so like once you buy the game, right, <laughs> unless you're buying loot boxes, that's not necessarily new revenue for for Blizzard. In fact, it's probably a dream. I because you're using up all their good servers. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised so they, if less they, people they are buying. They need an influx of players kind of coming in like on a mm-hmm. on a regular basis, and they probably just aren't seeing that anymore. Yeah, yeah, and I I, I imagine now what what do you guys think the benefit is to going free to play as opposed to just putting it on like PlayStation Plus mm. and uh, Xbox Live for free? You know, so, like so the assumption is with both of those those avenues, right? PlayStation Plus and, and Xbox uh, Live is that. Sony or, or Microsoft are cutting a check and saying, we will pay you X amount of dollars to put this game in our, in our plus library. Right. Right. And I don't know if that game quite has the legs right now. Like they, like, like I said, if, if the really hot games out right now are, are, are Fortnite and, and apex, why would you, and you're getting tons of downloads for those on your consoles. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you cut a check and say, okay, well here's this game that's been out for, for almost five years or whatever. Three um three no, yeah 2016 it's, it's 2019 yeah three three that, sounds, years, that sounds like a lie you made up but <laughs> um but i just i just don't see why they would cut a check for that and you know well i mean it doesn't even have to be that exorbitant but it could be i think the the benefit there is you get a new influx of players and um you know they all have online obviously mm-hmm. because they're part of that that service and um, but you don't have to give it away forever. It's kind of, you give it away for a month, you get an, another boost, you know, I don't know. It just seems like the kind of thing they might want to do, but, um, but not if it's going free to play. Um, well, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe you go to, to Sony and Sony is like, man, your game's like 10 years old. I'm not interested. It's three years. Yeah, Mike. Well, well, <laughs> I, I think Sony probably, you know, if the price is right, it's a big enough name to where they can tout it and say, look, our service is good. Here's this game that everyone's heard mm-hmm. of for free. Yeah, but, it came I out mean, 15 years ago. It, it's, it's a classic, almost vintage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> three years. It was one of the very first, one of the very first video games ever oh made. Gosh. Right. Um, yeah. My grandpa told pretty... me about this Overwatch game. Can you imagine? Yeah. Hang on. Can you <laughs> but imagine I'm, if I, I wasn't listening? I was dabbing the whole time and playing my Fortnite. <laughs> can you imagine? By the way, can you imagine if Overwatch was one of the first games ever made? Like, if that was the first, like. What a weird world this would be if that was like where yeah. games started. Where would we be now? Anyway, that's a weird <laughs> thought, but uh, it is a weird yeah. thought. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I guess the, I mean, the yeah, the thing is with going free to play, you include that whole PC audience too. Sure. And that's probably, arguably, m- most of the players are probably on PC. I would say so. The game is, so the, I, I, I'm trying, I'm trying not to be all PC master race here, but yeah, but you're gonna. <laughs> but I gotta say, uh, Overwatch is way more fun to me uh, on a sure. keyboard and mouse, uh, on a mouse uh. specifically where I can like map a bunch of buttons to do a bunch of things really quickly, so um, where I can jump and aim at the same time. You know, like like it, it just, it's just it's 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 a it's a really good feeling game, especially on PC. Um, mm-hmm. I think. You know, I, I I think I just had a breakthrough why I don't like playing games on mouse and why keyboard. Is that? Why is that? 
I think it just reminds me too much of being at work. Oh, <laughs> so you play video <laughs> games like, at when work. I get home. Oh, no, just like I'm always <laughs> using a computer, always using a computer and like looking at a monitor. Mm-hmm. And so to then come home and go, oh, I can't wait to get back on the computer and the monitor oh. and <laughs> clickety clack around. Like, no, I, I want something different than that. I want to sure. sit on my couch and play with the controller. Yeah. And I know you can, you can do that with a PC. You could. If you're, if you're crafty. But your aim would be but, worse. Um, so, okay. Last question of this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Do you think more games should be free to play or less games? Mm. Like as it is right now so, with the number, like we've got apex legends, uh, Fortnite, we've got, um, there's like a bunch of like battle Royale games that I don't really know the names of. There's, I think there's an overwatch yeah. clone that's free to play. There's Paladins, Paladins, right? Is that free to play? Uh, that's like the, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it is. I don't think, I don't think, uh oh gosh what's that game called battleborn i'm not sure that's around anymore but that was it did go it it became free to play near the end of its life yeah um there's another there's like a switch overwatch clone uh was that paladins Mm. no i don't know yeah but i i personally i'm usually not drawn to free to play games because i i tend to like to pay the company for the thing and then get the thing and not have to keep paying them. <laughs> there's always, um, there's always a reason it's going to be free to play. Right. And, and yeah. in most cases it's because that there's going to be a bunch of content that's, that's locked away. Um, and then maybe you can get it. It's usually cosmetics though. Hours the game. It's usually cosmetics and that's fine. But like, uh, and so here's the thing. If overwatch goes free to play, mm-hmm. it's, we're assuming, and maybe that maybe yeah. this is erroneously, but we're assuming nothing's really going to change. Because uh, it has loot boxes already. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, but they could probably start selling like a twenty dollar battle pass kind of thing. You know, like oh, where you, for yeah, new players. I would you know, do that. They could people add who don't ener- have energy a ton to of the loot game. Boxes. Every match uses one energy, and after twenty energy is gone, you have <laughs> no. to wait twenty four hours no, to play more Overwatch unless you buy the cool battle they're pass. They're not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> that, that sounds great. That, that would be sounds at great. Least not on mobile. No, I think <laughs> no, no non mobile. People game. have figured out. I mean, people figured out the free-to-play model. Like, if you remember, like, a few years back when a bunch of these games, like, Drawn to Death were coming out and, and free-to-play, it looked like it was totally dying because those games were all failing. Yeah. And then and it, it really seems like Overwatch probably helped the free-to-play scene quite a bit by being so successful, by being an online-only arena shooter with loot boxes, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And and it kind of whet everyone's appetite for that kind of thing. And then, sure. you know, Fortnite was just kind of posed or poised to, like, take up the... Or rip off PUBG and then take <laughs> and then the mantle. copy yeah. every other game. Did you know there is <laughs> exactly. a Mercy clone skin in Fortnite now? It looks just like Mercy. It, it It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it's probably yeah. better, right? Because uh, in all of the the twenty years I played Overwatch, I never once learned a cool dance. <laughs> now I know them all. Uh, what? Right? <laughs> Wait, did you never have Soldier's dad dance that he that he had? I didn't learn it though. No, no, David, you don't understand it. If I'm oh. waiting in line at the grocery store now, I'm just I'm doing the hippity hop dances that the kids love. Like so you're much. doing the Fortnite dances. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And you know, there are a lot of these people, as you know, have sued sued epic games because the, those were their dances. although i will say a lot of those lawsuits are starting to get dropped in court so um because <laughs> there's not their dances anymore they're my dances. <laughs> now i know okay that. but now okay so let's i'm gonna add a little bit to this topic let's let's say in this in a hypothetical situation okay. some company found mm. a way to make a single player 
uh, or maybe not even single player, but a story driven game, maybe like a destiny, um, something like that, uh, uh, with a story and, you know, missions and in a campaign and all this stuff. And they were able to make mm-hmm. it free to play with monetization. Do you do you think oh the world gosh. needs more needs something like that? Do you think? Absolutely not. No. Why is that? No. Um, because it seems like the only way for those games uh, to really be successful in, in any kind of meaningful way, right, is there has to be tons of content. Um, mm-hmm. Either the, it has it has to have like very predatory like finances behind it, like yeah. really really trying to get people to spend way too much money on on their game, um, or it has to crank out so much content that basically developers get into these cycles where it's just like you're just constantly um, working like crunch like hours to keep uh, your game up and running and going and bug free and also putting yeah. in new content. I know I know recently Respawn posted about this specific issue saying how they're trying really hard to make sure that they're producing plenty of, of meaningful content uh, content um, for apex legends in a meaningful time frame without like ruining everyone's lives that works at respawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I will say though, have you heard of a game called warframe? Yeah. I played yeah, warframe has been doing free to play very yeah. well mm-hmm. since the beginning of the PS4. I mean, I, I gotta be honest. I don't like it. Have you, when, when, when was the last time you played it, Mike? Mm, like six months ago okay all right uh i waited a long time yeah. to play warframe and then i played it and i just don't like the way it plays but yeah i, I know yeah, people I love was, it it's nothing i wasn't that crazy about how it played yeah i wasn't crazy about how it played either when yeah. i first tried it but i honestly haven't tried it in yeah, years the most I'm, yeah. I'm always i'm always impressed to hear that it's still i'm kicking. glad it's doing well right it, i just it yeah. turned just don't itself play it. from the game that was it was like a ps4 launch title um and it has yeah it has uh metamorphosized metamorph that's is that yeah. the word you got yeah, it. okay yep. yeah it has <laughs> it has gone from being whatever the heck it was it was like a weird first person shooter i think kind of thing uh i think it was their well it, whatever it was it was just mm-hmm. like an action game um and it yeah, yeah you run around in your metal yeah, well, pants. <laughs> they they have started they started adding first i think diablo style loot to the game um and then they started mm. adding destiny style lore to the game um and like it has a whole new campaign and a bunch of different social spaces and uh i haven't gotten any of them yet and i actually only played a little bit of it too but all that to say it i would say it is an example of a very interesting free-to-play story driven game um that is fairly successful um, I'm and, I, yeah, and I wanna, yeah. I'm not anti free to play games necessarily, right? I'm just not looking for that to become like the new standard where everyone is racing to figure out how do we how do we make games just give them away so that people are in there and then we figure out how to hook them in <laughs> and take their money that way. Well, but it's um, never going to yeah. be a trick. Usually, like it's never unless it's unless it's EA, but uh, it's never going to be like <laughs> how do we trick these people into giving us their well, money? The, uh, well. <laughs> Well, so I think I think the I think single player is probably a bad arena in general, mm-hmm. like uh, for for free to play. Just and the reason being that I I feel like the reason uh, free to play blows up so big in online games is that they're infinitely replayable almost. You know, yeah, like sure. you can just play and play and play, and the game that each round is different. You know, if if you have like a, an eight to ten hour can- Uncharted style campaign. And they're trying to sell you skins in between, <laughs> and like they're never going to make any money, right? right. People are just going to like, no thanks. I'll play through the whole thing, and then I'm done yeah, with it forever. Yeah, that's true. You know, okay, like, that's a good point. That's a really good point, actually. 
but I think something like Warframe is is unique in that it was free and there wasn't a lot to play at the time it came out because mm-hmm. it was a launch game. So they got their foot in the door with a lot of mm-hmm. people. And then they kept the, it got them enough revenue basically from the microtransactions to basically make a business mm-hmm. out of it sure. and continue to expand it. And I think so that's I think that's more a rarity. Uh, it's kind of like the indie game that that just like captures sucks all the air out of the room. Mm-hmm. Because it comes out at the beginning of a console life cycle, as opposed to if it came out now, it would be drowning in other mm-hmm. games all the time. Sure. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Okay. But yeah, Overwatch, I say bring it on. Free, free to, to play. play. I might hop yeah, back in. Yeah, I won't. Maybe you guys. Because I don't. I, I could play yeah, it on PC with play you. On PC. <gasps> Ooh. No, I'm not going to play that game anymore. Okay. Well, maybe Adam, maybe you will <laughs> play on PC. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah, that and you know that's another angle I didn't even think of. Maybe this allows people to hop to other platforms to play with their friends who they couldn't yeah, play with before. Exactly. I like yeah. it. I like right. it. I want to play something new. I don't want to play a game that's been like out for. Right. There years. are so many. Did you even see <laughs> Blizzard World, Mike? That map. I don't want. What, I don't know. It's what that a map is. for Overwatch, and it's yeah. really good. Oh no, I played yeah. that map. It's been there for like a year. Have, have you seen Paris? It was probably like seven years ago that hit that map in there. Mm. Yeah, I remember in 1989 when this game came out, it was a big deal. Yeah. I remember 1989 when Mario 3 came out and it was a big deal. <laughs> Did Mario 3 come out in 89? Pretty sure. Or maybe in 1990. 91, I think. Uh, All right. It was 1988. <laughs> was it? For three? Yeah. That sounds like a bull-faced lie if I ever heard one, but Adam, please oh, I'm that. sorry, 1988 in Japan, 1990 in America, but a friend of mine yeah, imported right. it from Japan, so I got to play it in 1989. That's, that sounds like a it's lie, not. too. But okay. His name was Jonathan Tenori, <laughs> so there you go. He lived in Canada, and he's my best friend. No, he lived in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, end of the show plugs for all. Make sure you check out our buddies at the Reformed Gamers Podcast uh, featuring friend of the show, Logan Sharp, Mm -hmm. who we've had on this very program. Mm -hmm. Uh, They run a delightful podcast, as I've mentioned before, and uh, you can check them out at thereformedgamers.com or you can follow them at uh, twitter.com. TRG Podcast is the handle. So there you go. go. Get over there. Do that. They they call the they call their listeners dear listeners. Oh, I like but it. But not like not like D E A R. I think they have a lot of wildlife <laughs> listening to the podcast. Interesting. We should start calling our yeah, listeners. It's interesting like, if true. Like bore listeners or bored uh, <laughs> <laughs> bored listeners. Bored listeners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Keep up with us at SPFVGS.com where you can find links to the episodes, social media, Twitch channel, merchandise, and more. Uh, if you like what we do, you want to see us doing more of it, the best ways to support are patreon.com slash SPFVGS or twitch.tv slash SPFVGS. Hopefully, I'm hoping to see some dream streams, David. I want to see your dream streams I, up I on need that to Twitch. get on my, my dream streams game for sure. All right. Yep. All right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And of course, you can leave us a delightful iTunes review uh, to support that way. That costs you zero dollars. Right. It just costs you a minute or two of your time. We much appreciate it. A very special thanks to Eric Kruger for his for our podcast. For his logo, podcast, his logo. podcast logo. <laughs> for his podcast logo and our handsome, handsome face. Well, now I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you can mm. follow us on Twitter at SBFVGS Podcast. I'm on there at Barry White. That's B-U-R-Y-W-I-T-E. Mike is Taco Douglas. David is David J. Tate. And of course, you can feel free to send me a PSN friend request. I'm Barry White on there as well. 
Guys, any closing thoughts? Absolutely none. Please. The show's so long. I love you all. <laughs> and that's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover episode 120. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more exclusive coverage of Sekiro. Shadows <laughs> yeah, and other talk on gaming. <laughs> Three-hour Sekiro special. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hit us up with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. <laughs> Goodbye, Goodbye. everybody. Yay. See you guys. We are implementing a new solid state drive to increase load times <laughs> dramatically. Increase load times? That's kind of the opposite of what I want, Mark. <laughs> to decrease? Uh, I mean, <laughs> decrease. I misspoke. <laughs> <laughs>